point of the Capitol Hill um, riot stuff, if not to disrupt and to, you know, unhinge and, and make it as hard as possible for the next presidency to come. You know what I'm saying? Like, first thing was first, they wanted to force the recount. They did that. Now, if they change it up and say, oh, well, you know, we don't want no fuck shit to happen. We're going to do it at a hidden location where no nobody's there. Like, them folks don't think, yeah, see how much power, like, see what we do. Like, is that a win for them? Or, or y'all look at it as just, like, no big deal? They won when they got in the building, bro. So, like, no matter what happened after this, they already won that, bro. Like, they decided to have the inauguration. Well, we got in the Capitol building. Let's see what we can do at the inauguration. Or if they had that bitch virtually, it's like, yeah, these niggas are scared now. Let's go fuck some more shit up. See how much more scared we can get these. So, really, at this yeah. point, you feel me? Like, when they let them boys in their house. And to be honest, bro, I think the shit is, like, I think... No matter where they really go, they're not safe. And I, th- I know it sounds crazy, but to think all these people got in there, they had floor plans. You know what I'm talking about? Like they knew exactly where people's office was. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you can go to the Capitol building and get a, a, a tour that's so in-depth that you know the floor plans and you have a copy of the floor plan. Like they, they let you leave with well, here's a copy of the floor plan of the Capitol. And this is everybody's uh, office. This is how you get to, maybe that's what they do to everybody. But I was under the impression that that wasn't done for everybody. And it makes me think if they do have all that information, that means somebody that's in there is giving that information out. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think at that point, once you got somebody on the inside ready to fuck you over, you not you not gonna be safe. You don't know who it is. But they're run by the same people. That's the the issue, or I don't even want to call it an issue. That's just what it is. They obviously have somebody on the inside, and when I say they, people who are Trump supporters, because literally those are the only people that showed up. I don't think nobody who doesn't necessarily agree with democracy was there. <laughs> like it was just Trump niggas. So yeah, it wasn't nobody that was on the fence. Like yeah, I don't know about like, like no immigration <laughs> niggas. Like you know, what I'm saying just people that just hate America. Like you ain't see no uh, Iraqis or nothing like that, bro. So it was literally Trump supporters. They obviously have people on the inside. They obviously have police officers and uh, security detail, and you know even officials that align with his policies and who he's uh, what he stands for. So that was always going to be. Like, that's not a surprise to me. And so what I said needs to happen, either way, y'all need to just get away from that. Like, as America, you need to know that you can't let just anybody walk up in the building and expect everything to be the same. You got to finesse the situation in your control because America just looks out of control right now, bro. And either way, bro, we got to we, we have to make a concerted effort, you know, not to hype this shit up if something do happen. You know what I'm saying? Because y'all should have... All right. If, well, number one, y'all going to lie to us and sell us that, you know what I'm saying, it was just a whole bunch of radicals and shit like that came in there. And y'all not giving us the whole picture. Y'all not prosecuting these people. Y'all not going to you know, hold them accountable for what y'all doing. So I'm not going to hype y'all up, bro. Like, we're going to have a discussion, I'm sure, if they do do some dumb shit. But I'm not hyping them up on no social media or... 
nothing, bro. I'm going to just let it be how I did last one, bro. Because no, it's nothing that we can do now uh, other than rely on the officials that we elected. It would be dope. You know what I'm saying? It would be Kamala, you know, on some Bad Boys 2 shit. Like, I'm stopping <laughs> all this shit right now. Like, also, you know what I'm saying? On some executive order type shit. Not even on no Joe. Because I don't believe Joe would do that. But, like, if Kamala was really on that, I would really appreciate that. That would show some some strength, at least in her and black people in general. Because what, what we were saying, Earl, like, we can't do this shit. You know what I'm saying? Niggas, what if niggas tried the same methods that these white folks is trying? We would have been Boy, obviously any shot other group, killed. Mexican, Indian, Chinese, any other group, bro, other than white, massacre. Exactly. Easily. And they wouldn't even thought about it. So maybe we should, like going back to that conversation, maybe we should, as black people, try the same shit. Like do exactly what y'all doing to us. What I was, yeah, with that, just to kind of ask some Feet, I mean, some little detail on that. We was just basically saying, you know, well, just to, feed, to piggyback off of that, we can't do the same shit. But, you know, when we was protesting, which it wasn't even black people, mostly. I mean, I'm sure it was here and there, select few. But, you know, when they was doing the when they had the protest and people was looting and, you know, what I'm saying breaking in the small businesses and, oh, my gosh, I wish they would come and, you know, break in our small business and. Those are, you know, what they ever do to you? And, you know, that's basically the excuses they was making. But if you look at it, put this in perspective, bro, y'all looted a government, like the federal government building, bro. Like niggas was walking out with capital, uh, (laughs) walking out with podiums and taking selfies in people's desks, bro, and walking out with flags and all types of stealing unopened mail. Bruh. Think about, bro. Like, if you really knew what That's you was doing, you wasn't just a. If you just wasn't a wild nigga, and you knew what you was looking for, niggas was still an unopened mail <laughs> bro, from I'm the Capitol like, building. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I'm like, bro. So I was saying, like, bro, but 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 the 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 excuse they trying to make was well, it wasn't a small business; it was a federal building. So you know that it's not that bad. So I was saying, like, by that logic, bro. And they mad because Trump didn't get reelected. Like, in their eyes, they feel like he should still be president. So it's basically all off an opinion on how they feel. So I was saying, like, how it wouldn't be too far off if niggas was to just run off in a prison and be like, nah, we freeing Pookie because we don't feel like he guilty. Free my nigga for real. You feel me? Like, that's a federal government building. You feel it's me? not even. It's it's a private business, so we could really run up in there and exactly. really not catch no charges. Well, I mean, we couldn't, but, but not we as we 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 I mean, unless you free niggas said. from the state pen. Yeah, but even still, it's the same shit. Exactly, bro. We don't agree with what the jury says, so we gonna go out and break him out. We gonna stop this whole shit. Well, why you why are you saying that? It's the perfect segue into something that I wanted to plug, which is this movie called American Skin. Which have y'all have y'all seen it? I didn't know it came out. I I thought it it's came out. out to like it's sweet. out. And if y'all watch American Skin and anybody who get a whiff of this podcast, who chopping it up with us in the shop, and you watch this pod, I mean the movie, American Skin, it costs seven dollars to watch the movie, six dollars and ninety nine cents. If you don't like the movie, or if the movie is over, and you turn it off and say, "Man, I ain't fuck with this shit," hit me up. At Hollywood Smoke Hogan on my Instagram, I give you $7 back. That's how confident I am that that movie's just fine. Like, that movie's just fine. 
You saw it? Yeah. If you got Amazon Prime, it's on there. I mean, not even Amazon Prime, Amazon, whatever the video service that they got. Let's all connect. Oh, that's a bet. I'd rather be dead than call it collect. Oh, that's a bet. Nothing can stop me from getting this check. Uh, speaking of like the streaming services and having like Amazon Prime in the entertainment world, there are new services coming out to basically put all those platforms into one platform. So just like it's an aggregator, essentially. Like so basically what it'll do, if you got Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, all of that, it'll just bundle all your stuff and then basically try to save you money. But what it's running the risk of is being exactly like cable. And while we have, you know, people who have Xfinity are paying, you know, 130 140 to $200 just on TV that they may not even watch. Now, I'm not on, I don't know about y'all, I barely, and when I say barely, only thing I'm putting on is Simpsons, Family Guy, American Dad. That's the only thing my brain has time for. And then I'm not really watching it. It's just background shit. But I really don't you I don't watch TV like that. Like you got to tell me something to watch so I can watch it. So where do y'all feel like this new streaming and new digital realm is going to be cuz COVID is real and I think that we're going to be living in this type of environment for like you know, at least 2-3 years. Like movies, all the movies is coming out HBO Max. I don't know if y'all seen it. HBO Max yeah. got the lick. Cartoon Network, yeah. I'm talking about all the Cartoon Network shows, bro. Yeah. But they cost like $16 a month or $18 a month. I'm just like, fuck, I got everything. Like, what what, what are y'all on as far as these streaming platforms and these, these all, digital medias, man? I got them all. And now that you said about the HBO shit, I've been seeing all these movies coming out on HBO. And I just keep forgetting because I'm just like, y'all, but like, I'm not going to watch none until like I catch wind of it from somewhere. And they like, Oh, watch this, like this American skin movie. I've been waiting for this shit to come out. So, you know, I went ahead and watched that. I think I seen what's the last movie I said. Well, last night I brought my kids to a drive-in movie, which that kind of goes into play with, you know, how shit is changing. You know, like this drive-in movie was pretty dope. It wasn't in Dallas. It was in Fort Worth, but it was in the middle of the city. So the backdrop was the city. And then it had a big ass screen and we just turned my SUV around, like put some blankets down and watch the movie. So, I mean, I feel like that's dope. And I think that's, dope that's really honestly a good business plan on the low and just buy some fucking, it's, it's just really all it is. is like, a, it, it's not even a real like backdrop, like, bro, like it's just a slab of fucking <laughs> I know what you're talking about. That they, Film, that yeah. They, yeah, that they play it up against. It's just a slab. So they have maybe six of them and they play different movies and charge cars, um, you know, whatever the price is, plus the concessions and shit. Like, I feel like that might be a leak on the low because of that how things are going. It has come up recently. The drive-in movie theater market has gone up significantly, obviously, yeah. because of COVID. But the real drive-in theater is is TV now. Like, you don't have to yeah. go. You ain't got to get in your car no more, bro. You could be on yeah. your fucking phone and watch all of this shit for the low or, or what they consider low. But, I mean, yeah, you say you got all of them. How much you pay a month in all them shits? 
I have no idea. I have no idea. I, I don't even care though. <laughs> exactly. It, it don't even make you think you're spending it right, but you still spend yeah, exactly. it. Exactly. Yes. Well, I know I got Netflix, Hulu, Amazon. Um, I got YouTube TV, YouTube Premium. Damn, you got, got YouTube uh, TV? Shit. You, you yeah, I got YouTube TV, YouTube Premium. Um, shit, I got Apple Music. I got uh, Tidal. Uh, shit. I just ain't got the HBO yet, but I'm going to get that. Yeah, I ain't going to um, lie. I'm about, to, I'm about to hop on that. I don't know what else I got, bro. I, I got all the shit. I got an Amazon TV, so it gives me suggestions every now and then, and I just be subscribing, nigga. Like, my, my card's saved on the TV, so all I got to do is hit a button, and I'm subscribed. Make it so. even more easier for you. See how they just using your money. Yeah. I know I'm in a different category when it comes to that. Bro. Yeah, that nigga, that nigga Earl got everything you can think of, bro. I, nah, that's not I, I won't say he, I won't say he subscribed to it, but the nigga for sure can can get to it. <laughs> but uh, I do got one subscription. I, I am subscribed to Netflix. Hey, you got to do that. Netflix keep going up on these prices. Now I got Netflix. I got Title. You feel me? If we just talking about overall, um, <laughs> I, think that, I really think that's it. Though, to be honest, like I'm not gonna lie to you. But like, no, nah, that's dope. Disposal. That's dope. But yeah, that's what I've been on. I think there's a there's a new wave of how we just are going Sell to your be data. consuming, you know, content overall. How comfortable do y'all feel with companies using our data to get a better leg up on us? Because it's in in a sense, it's helping us, right? It's helping us get some personalized features, right? A personalized experience on each end. You know what I'm saying? But it also like tattles on you a little bit. Like, do y'all worry about being tracked and all that shit? Nah, because I'm not doing no terroristic shit. But it is weird that I hear like, so YouTube TV that I got, right? I got it on my TV and it's on my phone. The way that I get my commercials on my YouTube TV, so this is like watching live TV, but the ads come from YouTube, is they they listen to me through my phone, bro. So I was talking about my kids and how I give them melatonin. And sure enough, I'm watching live TV, nigga. And while I'm talking about that, like next few next few commercials. I see a melatonin commercial, which I've never in my life seen a melatonin commercial on live TV bro, in my <laughs> life. That's for so, real. I mean, it is weird. It is weird for sure. But I mean, I'm not necessarily worried about it because I'm not really doing no just like terroristic shit. I don't think that they got time to be just like I, I as long as I'm not El Chapo out here. <laughs> I, I, ain't, I ain't worried about it, bro. For real though, that that is they got time. They got time. I mean, they might be, but the only thing about it is that I've actually like, but I've actually had far more than your average, bro. When it comes to that type of shit, bro, and I never got ran down on, bro. Like, and like, if I should have ever got ran down, I had all the makings of they should have ran down on me, bro. None happened. Drip down season three. Check marks, check. <laughs> right. <laughs> check, 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 boss. What about you, bro? Uh yeah, bro. I mean, I I don't feel comfortable. I mean, I don't be on social media like that though, so y'all already know me. But like Check your phone right now. Go go to your little app that shows you, you know, how long you be on your phone and <laughs> shit. Like 
Oh yeah, but no, I was just gonna say yeah, as far as yeah, as far as tracking, like I mean, um I don't fuck with it. Cause you know, it, it get deeper than that, just tracking. You feel me? Just like you were saying when you was talking about the melatonin and the commercial came up. You feel me? That happened more often than not. You feel me? Not it was just with that. Them other commercials probably came up off of something slight you said. But you just didn't really realize it. But what happens is the more and more you start to see these ads and commercials or if you on YouTube and that next recommended video pop up or if you on Facebook and then you just keep scrolling down the videos, you feel me? And you start seeing ads and you start seeing all this shit. You gonna have ideas that weren't your ideas. You feel me? I mean, of course, you have the choice to do shit. Like, you always have the choice to do shit. But, like, it's a difference when you have an original thought that you decide to act on versus a thought that was fed to you that you decide to act on, if that makes sense. And that's what so you it turns think, You into. think that Google is hitting us with the inception move? That's what it turns into, that's bro. That's what it is. That's what I was going to say. Like, that's what exactly what it turns into, bro. Like, you think it's harmless. Just Oh, it's just a little cookies. They just monitoring what I'm doing so they can let me know what I like. But then they tell you what you like. You feel me? It, it turns into you. They telling you what you like versus, oh, I like this. And we suggest. Right. It. Perfect. Stacks, you're their perfect consumer. Like literally you, you're not trying to waste no time. You want all the shits when you want them. You tired of this little service I, over here. And I don't give a fuck. Yeah. You don't give a fuck. That's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. You don't give a fuck. And that's exactly who they, they trying to get. So in, in theory, like the music shit gets thrown into this part of entertainment. And I, I went through that long ass spiel, like going through all these hoops to get back to the music and how that's changed, you know, who's coming out and what's being released and what we interested in. I just saw a whole bunch of videos this past weekend and it just felt like they just wanted to, the songs were just meant to be viral. Like every song has this the same type of bounce, the same type of vibe. And there's no full creativity no more. There's not even like, I, and this is on some nerdo music nigga type shit, but like the the loudness of songs are even diminished because of streaming and shit and because of like yeah. that new wave of how we're doing it. I, I think as far as like the culture goes, it's all changing because like you said, the streaming part of it. I mean, the way that rap is right now is all because of the way that the consuming is right now. So before maybe a more lyrical or a more content heavy rapper would, would be successful because you got to think about it. If you're more back then, if you was a Jay-Z storyteller or Andre 3000, storytelling you might be able to grasp a lot of buyers people that are going to take the time out to think about purchasing your album and putting it into their cd deck and listening to it you know what i'm saying nowadays these rappers and artists and stuff are getting paid off of streams you know what i'm saying so like you said they make their songs to be viral not to be like full of content that you want to really necessarily listen to. Not to say that there's not that around, but there's a lot of people who are just trying to blow up off of TikTok right now. Like there's a bunch of songs that I don't even barely too much know, except for like a little eight second 
extent of it because like I seen it on Bus It Challenge. I have never listened to that song in its entirety, but I know the song now. Like exactly. <laughs> like you know that part of it. Like I might hear a whole song and then hear that part and be like, oh, that's that song from that what you call it. But the thing is that if it's the song from that what you call it, and you want to be popular on your TikTok and you're a kid, you're gonna go download that song so you can play it in the background of your TikTok. You know what I'm saying? And if a lot, if enough people, it's a trend to make a video with your shit, they'll have to download it to make the video with it. I mean, it's a lot of that spot them, got them. That spot them, got them. I didn't, I didn't even know the niggas, like, I'd seen his picture maybe before on an interview on a Say Cheese or something, but I've never heard his music before except I seen Gilly the Kid, like, dancing to the nigga music. So I was like, let me go listen to this song, but like, maybe the song is hard. Which the song is all right. He's like a, he's like a baby Kodak. Like not even I wouldn't even say a baby Kodak, bro. Like he's just, he's a Florida nigga, bro. That's yeah. it. Yeah, like I think uh, streaming is like, I ain't gonna say it's diminished music or anything like that, but uh, I think it's a lot. It's different. You know, back in the day when we was younger, streaming wasn't around. So like, if you had your shit, you had your shit, bro. Like. I remember bumping Kanye album like 30 million times, you feel me? Cause that's Man, what, putting all the scuffs on that CD, bro. Yeah, because that's all I had. Or like the Jeezy album, like that's really all I had, you feel me? Like Still I didn't really that. have the option to go listen to like, because either A, I ain't had the money to buy another CD, nigga, or like B, just I wasn't that whole, all, all, like you had to, I had to really fuck with you to go buy your shit, nigga. Like I was a kid, nigga, I ain't had money like that. Like, <laughs> so, but like nowadays, you feel me? Everybody get that shit at their fingertips. So, like, you want to know the next song or you want to get the next hottest song. And I think, you know what I'm saying, not trying to piggyback off nobody else's what you call it, but Charlamagne was saying it the other day, like, Drake era damn near over because he can't put out enough no, music. No, sir. No, sir. He can't put out enough. I don't believe an, in that. I, I, I wanted <laughs> to say it, but when you think about it, no. everybody has an error. Like, you know, Wayne had an error. Like, from 707. I still think Wayne can come out with some crazy shit. No, Wayne's still five, but I'm saying we definitely, <laughs> I can definitely acknowledge we not in no Wayne era. Like, oh, that's fact. You feel me? Yeah. Like, right now, we still kind of in the, like, when Drake dropped, everybody dropped what they doing and they'll see what the fuck this nigga got to say. But. Speaking of that, they need to hurry up and drop See, but that's what I'm saying. That he can't put out enough music quick enough there to where he has another level, to where he can crank it up and you'd be like, damn, that was some new Drake. Like, you feel me? No, not even just Drake, but J. Cole and K Dot also well, no, need but to see, drop soon. But that's because different. they that's what they he wow. was saying is because we know Kendrick has another gear. Yeah. Yeah, he, that's that's the scary part. You get what that I'm saying? That nigga has not reached his potential. That's what he was saying. Like, it's oh hard. man. So like, wanna, even wanna... with Cole, like Cole looked like he peaking, but you you still feel like he got another level he could go to. Low bro. key. And that's why I was saying like it's hard for Drake. Is I can't really see him going to another level and still putting out the amount of I music. Can. You feel me? I he, he might be able to, but the thing about it is that these three niggas that we talking about, they got something different, but the difference is that no matter what the what's going on in the season, you know what I'm saying? Like when K-Dot dropped the To Pimp a Butterfly, it's something different than everybody else was doing. You know what I'm saying? Like but when, that's what I'm saying. Like he went every, up a gear. Right, right. Between good he went, he, he changed it to where now niggas want to be more soulful, and they, you know what I'm saying. Like, and I don't, I wouldn't put it past Drake to find something. And I think the next move, I guess, 
I guess we could say, mark my words, but it's going to be something um, from overseas. Like, it's not going to be none of that niggas just really, they're going to take something like foreign and, and bring it to where niggas, niggas is making more national, nation, I mean, uh, worldwide music. I was just going to say, if anything that's like matching like the output and the lyricism, like the nigga that's doing it right now, I would just say Lil Baby. Like, he's on everything, but he not really missing. Like, yeah. You feel me? Yeah, like, he is on know. everything. Like, I don't really know a song. That don't got That's true. Everybody album that dropped got a baby got a track baby, on. Yeah, you feel me? Like, but he don't fuck up the verse. Like, he, yeah, he probably out rapping. Yeah, he coming in sliding. You feel Killing me? So that's why I'm like, but he putting out that amount of music. Which like, is Drake, crazy. Drake ain't doing that amount of features. Like, you feel me? And that's what I want. That's going to be my next topic for next week. We're going to be talking about these potentials that haven't been reached, right? So, there are a lot of up and coming artists that we should start uplifting. And if they watch this pod or listen to this podcast, you know, send us your music, holla at us. We'll put you on the show. We'll try to highlight you and see, you know what I'm saying? What what we can do for you. We're going to keep it funky. We're going to keep that shit right off the chopping block, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? We ain't going, we ain't going to play with you. Car ain't got no roof. See, we headed to the top first. Hey, cause we started from the bottom. Boy, you broke, boy, you're not worth it. Yeah, we ain't even got a rival. Mm. If you want it, then I got us. Hey, if you want it, then I got them. Oh, man, you know these niggas like work. Hey, let me know if it's a problem. I wanted to ask y'all, and you know what I'm saying, I'm going to come back to it for like the little third mini part of the segment. Well, I guess first off, who y'all got winning the Super Bowl? Right now? Yeah, yeah as of right now. Of course, I want the Chiefs to get up in there and do it again. But if Buffalo happens to win, I will not be upset. Because I feel like that shit is earned. Like anything in the NFL is earned, and there's teams that you not so really supposed to root for. But I'm kind of rooting for them niggas now just because they there. And I fought with Stephon Diggs and, you know what I'm saying, that whole swag that they team got. You know what I'm saying? They got a certain swag that's like, it's different. So I can respect that. But on the NFC side, if the Saints end up holding on, them versus Go Pack Go, Sorry, bro. You got to put Aaron on top. <laughs> I ain't trying to see New Orleans in no Super Bowl anytime soon. And I <laughs> definitely don't want to see it for the rest of my lifetime. And when they see Aaron Rodgers, he's just going to throw him out of Lambo, And that's going to be the end of that. So it's going to be the Chiefs at the end of the day. But I say Chiefs and Packers, bro. That's the best match. I think it all depends on the health of... Uh... This nigga Mahomes, I mean, I know y'all probably seen him leave the game with a concussion, but also before that, he fucked, he fucked his toe up, like, with some turf toe type shit, where he uh, kind of, like, kicked the ground and jammed his toe. So he was limping around all game, which that's a big part of his game is moving around in the pocket, scrambling, you know what I'm talking about, like, hitting no look passes on the run. Like, his mobility is a big part of his game. Uh, not to say that he can't stand back there and throw that thing, but uh, if he's not a hundred percent, I think the way that the white boy—I mean, what's what's the Buffalo quarterback Allen is playing? I said the white boy, Josh bro. Allen. Yeah, he's he's the black Cam, bro. The black young Cam, bro. The way that he's been playing, 
if if Mahomes is not at his a hundred percent, I don't know. I don't know because Buffalo been playing good. They their defense is coming together. Their offense is clicking. I want to say the Allen and um, Stephon Diggs connection is just as deadly as Mahomes and Hill at this point. That is an insane comment. That is a very insane comment. That's insane. Yes, bro. <laughs> David, David, who been I mean, I know it sounds crazy, when you, but it's just like are, when you look into history, right? And you look. Well, I'm not into, talking about though. history. I'm just talking. No, about, I'm just like, saying. At this, point I, I, in time. at this point in time, it's a part of history. Goddamn it! And this nigga, <laughs> Patrick Mahomes, is the sickest nigga to be doing it this young. And Tyreek Hill is probably the quickest motherfucker I have ever seen in my life do anything like i haven't seen anybody be as quick as that nigga so it's I mean, impossible i was right. thinking like if you switch just stefan and tyreek like pat definitely gonna make stefan better go dumb but yeah, then tyreek sure. gonna make josh, josh allen Allen's you feel me so like that's why on, i was man, like they both, josh allen can chuck that bitch he, that's what i'm saying he'll make him better so i was like but them two together like Think about if, if Josh Allen was throwing the ball, bro. Josh Allen could throw the ball from the one and throw it into the other other touchdown. Tyreek is the only person that could go get that, bro. But I don't know, bro. In my opinion, I'm not saying that they're better than them. All I'm saying as far as other teams being able to stop a duo, they're just as dangerous right now. Because I've been seeing them go like Allen to Diggs. When it's needed, and it happens, it works every time. But like yeah, they just fine. So I think it has to do. I think it's all gonna boil down to uh, Mahomes' health. Uh, but I'm gonna say that Mahomes is healthy enough to get past that, and then you know rest up for uh, that next one, which would be B boy. I can look at their face and tell they don't want it, bro. Saints is going, man. So it's going to be the Saints and uh, Green Bay. And I got Green Bay beating the Saints. Um, and then I got I got Mahomes beating uh, Aaron. Both of y'all say Chiefs over the Packers. Well, that, I'm glad y'all said that because that was actually bringing up what I was actually going to go into before I wanted to get y'all Super Bowl prediction. So it's crazy because if you – I guess it's an untalked-about storyline if you actually look at both of the sides of, the, of what's going on right now. But – Today, well, I mean, Drew Brees and, and Tom Brady playing right now. But yesterday, um, of course, Green Bay played the Rams. Now, of course, Jared Goff ain't, you know what I'm saying? Jared Goff ain't really that, but at all. Me, we got Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, we got Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, and, and Tom Brady, which I would say is probably the top three quarterbacks. Well, I mean, to they, ever do it. You feel me? Like, that's okay, what, if you say, want to say it. Almost. I, I ain't going to leave Peyton out, but in very Nah, far, they are definitely top 10 equality. All, that, all that's what I was saying. Maybe top five. Like, you could put them anywhere in the top five. And you just, I don't know you if you could put right. Drew Brees above a couple of people, but. He just passed all of them in passing yards. Oh, damn. He did say records. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Two. So that's where, oh my God, that is a sick trio. Yeah, my so goodness. you think about that's going to come NFC, out the same year. But then you got to think about the AFC. You had Lamar MVP, you got Pat MVP, and then you got Josh Allen, who ain't no, we just talked about, he ain't no pushover. Like, ain't he, no pussy, he was in the MVP conversation this year. And then, of course, you know what I'm saying? 
But I was going to say, like, last year, you know, uh, Drew Brees was hurt. Tom Brady was going through some shit with the Pats. Ben, ben Roethlisberger was hurt. Aaron Rodgers, they was actually still good. Um, but you feel me? Last year was kind of a fluke. You know, I'm not saying that the Pat won it on the fluke, but, like, you feel me? Like, the, the quarterbacks we used to see and do their shit wasn't really on their shit like that. But this year, everybody was back. Big Ben was back. All them niggas was back. And so it's really on the AFC, you got the young niggas, and in the NFC, you got the old niggas. So it's like, this the real year of the passing the torch. Because Drew announced he retiring after the game. Tom got one more year after this with, Tom, with Tampa, right? Yeah. I think he got one more year. Yeah. And then Ben probably got one more year. Aaron Rodgers, if he win it. He coming back. He going to come back. He probably got three more years. But still, like, you know what I'm saying? This probably, it's, a, it's win now mode for him. Like, he don't got time to be next year in it. So y'all think, which of course, I'm, I'm pretty sure we all in agreement that Pat Mahomes is like the next nigga up. He is. He is. He's already there. That's the crazy part. Yeah, he's the face of the he's league. He's there. <laughs> but who is number two? Ain't no number two because ain't nobody got no chip. So we really can't. Yeah, press stop. I want to say and, I, and this is not true right now but I want to say Deshaun but it's not true right now uh, Deshaun been tripping but he he need to um, it's not his, his coaching fault, and stuff need to get, get get better around him and teammates and stuff but he's he's definitely talented but I can't even say he's more talented than well I can't say he's playing better. Well, I mean, it's just very hard to say, but the Buffalo, the Bills is making this nigga Allen. I'm Allen's number one fan right now. Mm. That's, a, I I, that's, not, that's not bad, though. But I don't know yeah, about number he, two. He's like, showing me, he's showing me all bad. the attributes that you need. He running that thing. <laughs> he throwing it, bro. Like, he making good decisions. Like, he leading the team. So if you drafting a nigga, like, like right now, like you drafting the team on Madden, you in those are the quarterback options with all the young niggas. Uh, that's who you picking if you had number two. Mm-mm, I'm getting Lamar. I don't trust Lamar like I used to. I really yeah, thought that George. he he remind me a lot of Vic, but to the point where I knew the problems with Vic as an Atlanta fan, and you was just like, all right, he gotta have some crazy yeah. ass offense. And some nice receivers, not quick receivers. You need tall receivers. So if Lamar get more pieces, I would put him up there. But right now, bro, just based off skill, because you know who the, who finna come, that boy Trevor Lawrence. That boy finna be nasty. Joe Burrow. Hey, bro, Joe Burrow had a different upbringing, a different story. He's hard, but he ain't come out like, I won championships in high school. I am number one. I am winning championships too in in college football. He's like the LeBron of football. Exactly, bro. He, bro, ESPN uh, uh, (laughs) top fifty kids in high school. No, for real, he's number one. I know it sounds funny, but he is the. They've been on his nuts. He was like, bro, great, bro, bro. I remember, bro. I remember seeing niggas. uh, um, Damn, what is the thing called? Um, Turn up, man. It's a football. It's like a football um, channel on YouTube. It's kind of like uh, my. It's kind of like hoop mixtapes of football, high school football and shit. So I seen him on there. That nigga been fired, bro. Like he been fired. But I, is he gonna is he gonna be able to live up to it? Though? All right, all right, all right. Well, that's a good question because that's gonna bring me up to my second little subtopic. You know what I'm saying? This little second ten minute segment. 
of living up to it. And we was talking about earlier. So as we all know, the Nets traded their whole roster earlier this week to get James Harden. Uh, it they kind of going all out for win now mode. So you feel me? Like, I mean, we kind of talked about it earlier. I believe if they don't win the championship, it's a bust. Like the season is kind of like they wasted. It was a wasted move. I mean, it looked good on paper and shit like that. But what do y'all think as far as how that shit gonna end up? Sticking on my guns. I don't. I don't think that uh, if they don't win a championship, I don't think that it's a it's a loss for them. But I wouldn't say that it's. I wouldn't say it's a championship or bust. I wouldn't say it's a bust if they don't win the championship. I say I don't even expect for them to, and I never do when any super team comes together the first year. This is what it is, bro. When the Heat first had their super team and they had a press conference and they said, we're going to win one, two, three, all that shit. That was the first time that I was like, yeah, they're they finna do this this year. And on forward. And then the Mavs, the Dallas Mavericks, came out of nowhere and beat them, which they had a fire team. I'll give it to them. They had a fire team. But you know, like they were a super team, and they had built me up. And then after that, I realized, bro, like, it don't matter how fire your team is. You need some time for chemistry and for a leader to assert themselves and all this, that, and the other. Even when LeBron and AD got together, I was like, they're not going to do it first time, Shawty. But they did. The Celtics uh, but, did. Huh? The Celtics did. They did it first first year? With, with KG? Uh, yeah. Uh, well, they different. Right? They the original big three. <laughs> the Warriors did it. Yeah. Bro, the, war- the Warriors don't count, bro. Like, why, why don't they count, not- though? They count. Bro, because they did it before. They did your argument. They count. They weren't a super team before they had KD, bro. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. So when they got KD, that their first year as being a super, super team, team, they won a championship. Bro, that, that doesn't count as what I'm talking about because they were winning championships before they got the nigga KD. Of course they're going to win. Like, oh, okay. I, that, that's beside the point. Yeah, what I'm trying to say is that... I know. Huh? I know. It's not the same thing, bro. Like, thing, you know it's bro. not, bro. Nah, because that goes back to another argument we had on another podcast. But continue. What I'm saying is that I think that KD, Harden, and Kyrie going to be straight, bro. I think they're going to be one of the better teams in the NBA. I think they're going to be one of the top four teams in the East. Them, Philly, um, I guess the Bucks and the Celtics. And I think the Celtics are going to be at the bottom. And the Bucks is just barely going to be better than them. Uh, the, the, the other teams, they're going to be neck and neck. But they're not going to beat the Lakers. None of them that I said. So, I mean, it really don't matter. Man, you talk about the Lakers. The Lakers are so nice right now. It's like their team was okay. And I really looked at their team from last year. I still don't like it, but it's like, all right, I respect what LeBron did with it. But this new team, bruh, to have Trez, bruh, to have somebody like Marcus Saul, like Dennis Schroeder, like, Come on, bro. That is an onslaught of just great pickups, bro. Like, y'all really finessed the entire league with for real deal role players. So exactly. I think they they going about it a different way that we never heard of before. What Brooklyn is doing, 
it's all right. I ain't gonna lie. That offense finna be crazy. Especially when Kyrie decides that he wanna play, you know, some basketball. He can show up, you know what I'm saying, and and really set that team on fire. Defensively, it's gonna be a problem still. And that's why they may not win in that first year. Because they need to gel defensively before they win a championship. Every team does. Like, Jordan was the man, but he was also leading that defense. Niggas was not scoring. And then when niggas got close, he put the ball in his hands and made the tough shots. So you got to have that type of, you know, uh, camaraderie to play defense and win a championship. But that doesn't nullify the, the statement that they need to win one <laughs> the first year. Like, there's almost no excuse, though, bro. Like, I, I know I say what I just said, but y'all need to fix that year one. Like, y'all got to play deep. Y'all got to know that. You know what I'm saying, Steve Nash? You got to know that. Like, y'all got a new coach, too? Come on, bro. It's probably no way that y'all are winning this shit. It's too many new variables in this situation, bro. And so I don't see it, and they, they going to look at it next year and and regret trading Levert. You know what I'm saying? Trading Jared Allen. Like, them niggas was some good pieces. And you going to do that for Harden? I'm sorry. That 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 doesn't make any sense Is to me, Den Whittle, Den Whittle hurt? Yeah, he tore his ACL. Yeah, he tore his ACL. He gone. He done for the season. They still got Jeff Green. All right, so. Got Tyler Johnson. <laughs> All right, so. It's going to be great. They got Laundry Sh- Shaman. But I'm, I'm glad y'all brought up the Lakers. Uh, real <laughs> Real quick, because, of course, you know, with LeBron, <laughs> LeBron, they read up, and you let me and AD kind of read up on their roster. But, you know, before LeBron came, not saying that they was getting talked about because they had lines of that Ingram, but they wasn't doing shit, really. And so, I don't, and I don't know if it was because they just had to get their they feet wet or what it was, but, of course, the first year LeBron came, they was on the way to the playoffs and shit like that. But what I was going to say is, in the NBA, I guess more so, I guess NBA and the NFL, is it more so about talent or is it a culture change that's needed to begin to start winning? Of course, you need both, but you know what I'm saying? It's probably always going to be 60 40 one way, at least. It's never 50 50. Uh, and I was just saying that to say, you know, LeBron came to the Lakers and they instantly became, you know what I'm saying, winners again. And we were talking earlier. You were saying Terry Rozier is five, as as much as as just as five as Lamelo Ball, which what I was saying is probably what? true. <laughs> what? Which is probably true, but Lamelo is a culture changer. Niggas want to play with him. You feel me? We on the court, they enjoy playing with him more. You feel me? It's a, it's a culture change. The 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 Hornets is used to losing, and so what I was saying with the Nets is that I mean KD Kyrie they've won. But it wasn't on the merits of their own doing. That makes sense. Like before LeBron came back, Kyrie was losing his ass off in Cleveland. <laughs> Is it losing his ass off? Like he was intentionally <laughs> doing that. Shit. For real. And then and then KD, you feel me? Like he took them to the championship one time, but then after that, he could never get over the hump. And so and really, they got to the championship. You know, they had some injury luck that that kind of helped them get there. But that's a whole different story. But I'm thinking more so it's a culture. You feel me? Like, you need somebody who just knows how to win. It's like Tim Tebow was able to take the damn Denver Broncos to the playoffs. But his ass is sorry as fuck. But what do y'all lean towards more? Do y'all like talent more 
you feel me, or overload a talent, or would y'all rather have a just a clear cut winner? I don't give a fuck how we get it done. But that nigga gonna know so, how to win. So before we go forward, are we saying that the Lakers are more on the on the culture side or are they on the because I think they're on the overload of, of talent side, bro. Their worst player is Antetokounmpo's little brother, bro. I think this year I could say that. <laughs> this year I would say that. Last year, just like C-West was saying, I wouldn't really say their roster was, like, blowing me out the water. You feel me? Uh, this year? I, last, I bro, said last this year. This year is five. No, I'm saying last year I would say it was more of a culture thing. Like, we need to turn how to win. But this year, I was saying, yeah, they, they kind of read up and OD. But, I mean, after you win a championship, that's kind of, like, expected. <laughs> yeah, like, that's expected. Like, you feel me? Bruh, bruh, just hitting everybody, shit, though, like, it's just oh Look geez. at that, bro. Like, it makes no sense. It bro. makes no like, sense. Okay, this guy right here is kind of unknown. But he been hooping. He been hooping. Taylor been hooping. Okay. I don't really know this guy right here and then this guy right here. So maybe these three are the worst players. Antetokounmpo, little brother, this guy, and then this guy. Other than that, bro, every single person on here is hooping their ass off, bro. (laughs) That's what I'm saying, bro. But, like, this year, that's why I said this year I would say overload. But, like, last year I would say it was more so. But that's still thing. the culture, though. They have a good culture and an overload. So it was just a perfect yeah, situation. Yeah, but I'm saying when you build the culture, the overload of talent make it, like, Make easy. it work, yeah. You feel me? That's you can true. have an overload of talent, but you still can't ever get the culture right. Yeah, that's true. And so that's why I was. But I'm saying some people prefer, you feel me? I don't give a fuck. Give me It's everybody. almost like we dis... I know we be thinking that it's the the players because really it is. It's the players that win and lose games, but it's also that culture, that team. Like you look at who's won in 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 years. It's almost like you got to put the right puzzle pieces together for you to even have a chance. You know what I'm saying? Like a real fighter's chance. And if your culture doesn't allow that for you, then you can never win a championship. I feel like Atlanta. Any Atlanta sports team other than Atlanta United is cursed when it comes to shit like that because we be like, it's just the culture. You know see, what I'm I think Trey a culture change. He is, but not scoring four points in a himself. fucking game and one shooting one for yeah, 11. See, not by himself. He can't do shit like that. Like, that don't sound like game changing. That sound like the same shit. But at the end of the day, there is so many culture problems in the NBA. So there's a lot of teams that have great players, but they just not going to live up to it. So they have to overload. They have to go and try to get as many players as they want to. I think Brooklyn has a unstructured system right now. Everything about them is new. Like they always changing ownership. They always maneuvering and shit. Like nigga, look at niggas like Miami. Miami came up last year in a fucking championship and, and, didn't work the Lakers, but put them to work. You know what I'm saying? They had to fight for that shit. So, like, that's a culture that's always winning, bro. Boston, a culture always winning. They got that winning. play hard. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You also got, it's just ways where you can have too much culture and not enough talent. Like LeBron and Cleveland the first time. They were so used to winning, they ain't ever getting no talent around in there. Atlanta the first time. They were so used to going to the playoffs, they never read up and got nobody to help. Josh Smith and Joe John, you feel me? Like, So you also got the other side where you get too stale in your culture 
but you ain't winning shit. What What was the in Houston, bro? Because they brought Russ out there. They brought CP3 out there, but they had Dwight, early Dwight, like when Dwight was supposed to be still good. Like, they didn't brought some some stars through Houston. It was the still ownership. couldn't do nothing. Because <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I don't think James Harden's a culture changer. But it's also ownership. You, the, the nigga who was running the team wasn't putting the right puzzle, the right puzzle pieces in together, bro. They have five coaches too. Putting CP3 with Harden is not a good idea. <laughs> like I don't know why people <laughs> thought that that was smart, but that's not a smart idea. That's a bad investment to do for your basketball team. Man. You see where James came from. He just want. Think about this, bro. Like we understand James Harden to be a very innovative player. And I think he's a game changer because of his offense. But look at the situation that he came from. He came from and got his name from being a nigga around other niggas. So they was reaching and trying to. Yeah, but they needed somebody better than him. And that's kind of what they have in Brooklyn because Kevin's obviously better. But it's it's so weird. Now that I think about it, I just I just thought about this. but I don't know why, but literally he played. Now with Russ and and now plays with Kevin Durant, this nigga is really jumping from nigga to nigga. Like, all right, bro, just bring me somebody. Help me, help me, give me somebody, bro. I miss my niggas. They, I should have never left. Like that's that's the way I think that he's thinking. So even though he fought, he knows he needs some of that attention off of him, bro. So they could have worked if they got right. the right puzzle pieces. Uh, that's in my well, real quick, bro. HBO Max just popped up on my shit, bro. Like my my, uh, look, see, right, I yep. ain't I ain't right. gonna say it. I ain't gonna say it's that though, bro. Got another Matrix, Matrix coming up. Yeah, they finessing the game right now. Y- y'all saw that one too? Yep. Yeah, 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 we just saw that. Okay, so that's regular one, bro. Oh, yeah. Regular. Uh I ra- I rather have more talent, bro. I rather have more talent, bro. And and I say that because. Culture is so uh, culture is so flimsy, in my opinion, these days. I think one bad apple gonna ruin in the NBA. One bad apple can easily ruin your whole team. But like, like you said, bro. Like, if if Kyrie continue with the shenanigans, then maybe there is no hope for, for the Nets. But like, like uh, if if uh how can I say this? But like when AD wanted to be out of the Pelicans locker room, you know what I'm saying? Like all it takes is one small thing, not even necessarily small, maybe one thing to fuck up your whole culture that you think that you have. So I would rather have, you know, solid players and then maybe some type of solid leadership that could try to enforce some culture, but I wouldn't rather, I'm not going to necessarily put all my apples into the culture part of it more than I would. If I had a choice of getting some firepower, I'm going to get that. Okay. I respect it. All right. Well, I guess that leads me into the last little thing I was going to bring up, which goes back into both of these. Well, we were talking about Lamar earlier and, you know, he was last year's MVP and, what y'all was saying, say say he the Paul George of, of the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, everybody kind of down on him because, you know what I'm saying, in the playoffs, he not performing. 
And you I wanted me? to talk about him too, for sure. But last year, <laughs> well, George. No, no, uh, Lamar. Lamar. Yeah, I was saying last year, you feel me? Like everybody was caught up. Oh, this the it's the new wave of quarterbacks. Like he's the best. You feel me? They was putting him next to Pat Mahomes, and you feel me? He was nasty. Like I mean, I I still think he's nasty. I just don't think you feel me when it comes playoff time. When you really game plan for something, it's just hard to like change your game plan up. But. The, I was just going, I was comparing it to, but then he just lost to Josh Allen. And you feel me? And Pat Mahomes, he couldn't get past Pat Mahomes, which is like the real deal. Like, you feel me? Like, it kind of, yeah, you fire, but like, I'm, 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 I'm the, the real fire. Like, you feel me? Yeah. And not, I was comparing it, not saying the same thing, but it's almost like Steph. But with Steph, like, he the first unanimous MVP. You feel me? When he was hooping, everybody was oh, he's probably he's he's next to Jordan. Like you know what I'm saying? He's he's better than LeBron. You feel me? He's probably number two on route much more. He's almost up there with Jordan. But now that they lose and everybody like, damn, Steph don't even know how to lead a team. You feel me? Steph ain't really even at five. Blase blah. So I was just gonna ask like, how much of it y'all think is recency biased, and like, how much of it do y'all think is Niggas is actually just going through slumps, or you feel me, or do niggas not know how to lead? How much is it is truth? I guess I should say. All that shit is fluff, bro. Like niggas is hooping. It's like to analyze it really that deeply would be insane. Cause it's still like it's based off the players, you know, like we said, and it's based off the ownership. But like this nigga Steph is like he just do what he do. Like you can't judge. Now we call Paul, we call Lamar Paul George just because it's like you are in the driver's seat for that situation, and if you don't get it, we we understand it, but it's like I don't know that it just seems to be a different connotation with that person versus like how they're doing it versus the. Other well, I mean, same thing with Steph. Steph never won without KD. Essentially, I mean, he won one without him. Yeah, LeBron was the whole team was hurt. I mean, but still, he still won. He still got one. That's what no, I'm saying. What I'm saying, well, okay, what I was gonna say, he's never won a finals MVP. Like, so essentially you could say he Wait, he's never won a finals MVP. He's no. never won a finals. And so that's why I was saying when you were saying piloting the ship, like mm. he's piloting that ship, but somebody else is always taking him there. Mm. But now he's on himself. Or bringing it home. Because he be taking him there. I don't care what nobody say. That nigga is... Same thing with Lamar. He take him there. But, fight. like, you feel me? But... See, only did, bro, it doesn't... It, say, Lamar is a little different, bro. Because they yeah, don't... They're not putting up points. It would be different than if I'm putting up 50 and my team lose versus I'm not really putting shit up and we lose. Like, Lamar really ain't put shit up today. And... That's the reason why y'all lost, literally. PG, yo, you be it's fucking just... up <laughs> at the last second, bro. Like, when shit really on the line, like, we need you, bro. So, that's, yeah, I, that's why I say I mean, that's I the say Paul George, but Paul George never been, he ain't never been no MVP, unanimous. And he changing, five. He like, changing the game. And... Lamar is five, but like. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. That's what I said. But Steph, I mean, you know, he was changing the game, but. But, but hold on, bro. As far as, as far as. Um, Lamar, real quick, I just wanted to touch on that. Before we go, I think it's, he's different than you can't really compare him to any NBA player because when you're a quarterback in the NFL in the playoffs, 
You got to think if you're the quarterback of your team and you're the best player of your team and it's playoffs, the, the, the coaching staffs put a lot more thought into this one game and game planning and knowing what to stop. Then you got to look at the, who he's throwing the ball to. He doesn't have a Stefan Diggs or he doesn't have a hill to throw the ball to. Like he has a Des Bryant and you know, like, he don't really have all those same people to throw the ball to. So I can see from watching him because I'm a fan of him. You know what I'm saying? Like he feels the pressure of, I got to make my team win. And there's a lot of times when he'll be back, not trusting his wide receivers and pull it down and run and get sacked because the other team is already planning on you to do that. You're thinking in your mind, I got to make my team win. And I know I got the legs to do it. I'm going to get out the pack pocket and run. But the only thing is that every single linebacker on there is hearing every time they go to the bench, don't let this nigga run on you. You know what I'm saying? So when he tries to put that on his back, it's making him look worse because he's thinking in his head, I got to make my team win. And I know that I don't have the people to throw the ball to. I don't have nobody else that I can kind of give the release some pressure off of. The ball being in my hands is the best option to make my team win. But then the other team is saying, no, we're game planning for that. So it may look very bad. That's the reason why his numbers is so low. I see him. Like, I can literally watch and think, like, bro, like, this nigga here is trying to do it all by himself. As of the exact words that came out of my mouth. And I think that's what happened last year, and it definitely happened this year. I feel that. But when you say shit like that, we got to give more big ups to niggas like Russell Wilson. Yeah, he is up there for me. Because that nigga... They have nobody. nobody. Yeah. And putting the team on his back, playoffs or not, bro. He took him in. Russell Wilson? Shit. I mean, he just yeah. got DK, so I give him that. Yeah, yeah, so he got DK now, but I mean, he had nobody to throw the ball to. I, I give him that. He had nobody to throw the ball to, but he did have Marshawn when he was, when he was like, on his shit, bro. Like, I mean, yeah. Lamar, never, man. never forget about Marshawn. If you had that, if you had that in your back, in your backfield, and you always have the threat, like, I think they game plan for Marshawn before they game plan for, for Wilson. So that opens you up, you know, when it's crunch time and you need to win, the other team is thinking that, you know, you going to hand the ball off. They want to stop that. They're not really worried about you going crazy at the QB position. And that would really elevated him to be able to have that, that leeway. That's Lamar don't have it. The other, other team's defensive coordinator is not saying, bro, we got a lot down. No, these wide receivers are not going to hurt you even if they do catch the ball. Unless you're on the one-yard line. <laughs> yeah, that's the only time. That's the only time they was like, yeah, we, we ain't about to run this shit. <laughs> Chop it or cut it up at the chop shot, you feel me? To say I'm signing out, it's your boy. It's way too early. Gronk Straight with up. the ooh, Gronk with the touch. Nah, he ain't get the touchdown. It's your boy way too early, aka Mr. Kribiachi, aka Mr. Twelve Forty Five, aka the new name, Baby Drip. <laughs> <laughs> I hate how early you commit to stupid shit. Like that's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, seize the beady. You know, check me out at jamsatl.com in about. I don't know, couple weeks you know what i'm saying we're gonna be doing our stuff like that promoting you know some artists and you know come check us out you know if you need engineering work you know where to find me yeah it's stacks um aka hollywood smoke hogan on instagram on uh 
uh, Clubhouse. I'm King Cap, not Kappa. Um, uh, my PlayStation, if y'all trying to catch some smoke, I'll bet you. You yeah, hit me on my Instagram. I'm putting money up, all that. It's whatever. And we out of here. Thank you.